0: New installment of the Rosie Report Spring Training Edition 2023. Jim Rosenhouse along with you from Goodyear, Arizona and Guardian Spring Training. And uh, this has become an annual tradition, a podcast covering the team on a daily basis with interviews, recaps, all kinds of good stuff. And uh, hopefully we can keep you up to date on spring training along the way. Monday through Friday, we got you covered with Guardians Weekly on Saturday and that gets you through the weekend. And uh, that's all leading up to opening day 2023 when the Guardians begin the season in Seattle on a Thursday night, a late one. If you like to see the opener, you'll have to stay up in uh, Cleveland anyway, as it's uh, Seattle and Cleveland on March the 30th to open the season home opener on April the 7th. Good podcast lined up for you for today as we cover a lot of ground. Shane Bieber will sit down with us. We go one-on-one with the Beebs and talk about a really good season a year ago and his expectations for this season. That comes your way in just a little bit. But first, a look back at the weekend that was, the opening weekend of Cactus League play for Cleveland. It began on Saturday against the Reds right here in Goodyear, a road game for the guards as uh, they took on the reds on saturday as the visiting team and it turned out to be a four to three win for cincinnati on a walk-off home run for whatever that's worth Uh, the score is really meaningless and the record's really meaningless you just look at individual performances and your key players getting ready but uh, certainly after the game a big topic of conversation the rules changes, specifically the pitch clock and how pace of play would be impacted and would pitchers have a tough time? Would hitters have a tough time? Well, Terry Francona talked about all of that in opening day of the Cactus League after the ball game.
1: The, you know what? I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. He's um, I, I thought... Uh, I, I thought. He, he said he goes, was going a little quick for him." And I don't know if he meant the clock or just his first game. Probably a little bit of both. But he just, you know, he didn't find a real comfort zone out there. But physically, he's fine. That that's good. I know home runs aren't always a part of his game, but in general, it's Roman Quinn, kind of an interesting guy. This game. He's very interesting. It, you're right, though. That's not exactly that kind of kind of came out of nowhere. But I mean, his skill set—he can play all three outfield positions really well, and he can really run. So yeah, he's very interesting.
2: Obviously, just the first taste of it, but any early impressions of what it's like with the pitch timer and things
1: like that? You know, the thing I caught myself doing was washing it too much. And, and, you know, anytime you see an umpire pull out 24 pages of, you know, they are too. So we're all trying to get a feel for it. But, you know, I, I do think, you know, I'm really glad that they're coming yeah, in in a couple of days because we have some questions. I think there's some, some inconsistencies that we'd like to ask questions about. But I do think, I do think we'll adjust. Guys, even asking umpires, and they were saying, you know, the AAA umpires that they've talked to said they adjusted. So it, it will adjust. Fry, do you know much about him? Uh, I know he had 17 home runs. Came in AAA. over from Milwaukee, and uh, guys kind of liked him last year because early on we were pretty banged up. They started catching him more, but he can play first and third. And again, another interesting kid. Um, because we have seven guys in camp, and you know they go three innings the first two days. He's not going to catch the first couple days, so I wanted him to get a couple at bats. Did Janino think when he threw down to second base it was a any, late? It was a late, late call rule. Yeah, it's spring training for everybody. Yeah.
0: Also weighing in on on the pitch clock pace of play, did it impact him? Was Saturday's starting pitcher Cal Quantrill? What was the
3: first experience with the pitch timer?
2: Um, I thought I was just a little, going a little too fast today I don't actually think the timer uh, at least for me I don't, I don't think it was going to be too, too fast I was just a little excited first time out So um, it seems like it's making the game faster it uh, wasn't a massive priority for me but you know, it seems like this is what people want so um, I think we'll adjust to it I don't see it being a long term the batter got the strike on him I assume you had, like, no concept of like a clock. Wasn't that I, to be completely honest, I didn't even know that I was trying to figure out what the umpire was doing. Um, it's going to take time to get used to, the, like, the timing of it. I actually felt like I was assuming this 15 seconds was a lot faster than it was. I was like, I didn't want to be the guy. <laughs> I didn't want to be the first one to get a to get ball. So um, I think it's going to be okay. you get through any of the new stuff today? No, not today. Today I really just wanted to get I wanted to get on the same page with, with control the fastball. And I just didn't do a very good job of that. But, you know, I think at this point, at least in my career, I want to feel comfortable on the mound. I want to know that, you know, my bread and butter is where it needs to be before I start toying around with things. Today was not as comfortable as I wanted to be, but all in all, I think arm felt good. Body felt good. Fastball was coming out well. I just wasn't really putting it where I wanted to
1: be. Did you see the clock? Were you watching the clock or did you try to ignore it? I,
2: no, I wasn't looking at the clock. Um, I was just trying to get up on the mound get the sign. We, we weren't doing PitchCon today. Oh, okay. Maybe you could pay more attention to the clock if you had PitchCon, but um, like
0: I said, I, I don't think it was an issue for me. I actually think I, again, I think I was a little fast today. So the Guardians came up one run short on Saturday in the opener. Then they had their home opener on Sunday against the Texas Rangers and the Rangers. Unleash the fury as they defeated Cleveland by a score of 13 to 4. Zach Pleszak started that game and, and you look at his line he an inning plus and he allowed uh, 5 runs on 6 hits but again it's so hard to to read anything in, especially the first outing of spring training for any pitcher, they're just trying to get a feel for things. Sometimes they're working on specific pitches and not setting up hitters, anything like that. So uh, here's what Zach had to say after his outing on Sunday. To kind of go quick and kind of go slow, um,
4: which felt cool. And um, I didn't have, we didn't have a problem. It didn't seem like it was too much time or rush at all, so it felt fine.
2: Are you able to peek up at the clock? Is it too rushed to be able to look up and come back? Or? No,
4: because it, it's behind home plate, so it's kind of just like a little look. Um, so yeah, it's actually pretty easy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Is that something you like to do? Pitch quick or use the clock to your advantage?
4: Yeah, I mean it's going to be something we're going to. Ha- I'm going to have to do. You know, it's. I think I do like to work quick. I don't like to take my time. I think when you can control the game is what's important, and being able to control this timing will be the biggest thing. I think at least help guys get into rhythm and establish their own pace of the game. Yeah.
2: What are you looking for
4: this early in
3: spring? Like, is it stuff? Just
2: yeah.
4: Um, just moving good. This is the second time I faced live hitters since so like the whole winter. So like, it's really just feeling a guy in the box, feeling what it's like for him, what they're looking at, how your pitches are playing, just how you're moving. Um, all the feedback I got was positive today, um, and I was over my pitch count, I believe, and I was the Seager's foul balls off the very end. I'm just like, so you know, he got a good one at the end. Um, I mean, all my
0: stuff was good. We got some swing and miss. I think we commanded the ball well. Um, shoot, it was a good day. So, a weekend where the Guardians drop two straight. They'll be back in action on Monday afternoon over in Mesa against the Cubs. A 3.05 first pitch. Shane Bieber will be on the mound. And we had a chance to sit down with Shane earlier in the week and talk baseball and his off season, which was a very busy one.
3: Oh, it was great. Um, just reflecting on, you know, how it all went. It was a full, healthy offseason. We were just talking a second ago and um, only took about a week, week and a half off of throwing and just kind of kept uh, kept the arm going a little bit so it's easier to ramp up when, when necessary. And um, overall, just got a great body of work in and, and I'm excited to go into, uh, obviously, spring training in this year, uh, happy, healthy, and, and working on continuing to get better. But uh, yeah, definitely definitely from the other aspect, it was a different off season, um, getting married, but something I've been looking forward to a long time and, um, kind of miss it already. The, the, the wedding planning process and all that. Um, but, but all good things. Uh,
0: did I hear a rumor that you got work in on your honeymoon
3: pitching wise? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, had to, uh, I brought all my stuff, um, weighted balls, bands, everything um thankfully the places we were staying at had uh some pretty nice gyms as well and then uh i ended up meeting one of the locals uh on the first day in the caribbean and anguilla um and he followed baseball uh decently close enough and, and he introduced himself to me and uh, i was like hey he's like we got to play catch and i was like well i brought two gloves <laughs> i was like i was hoping i would meet you and it was on day one so we played catch um when he was working he was on the clock and uh no that was great he, he saved me uh he saved me some time for sure it's that
0: kind of preparation that makes you a, a top pitcher in the major leagues <laughs> yeah, yeah, I gotta, I gotta shout out uh shout out Rexell yeah when you know when you look back at last year so many good things happen um some great games team plays well uh, in terms of importance to you though uh the durability and, and the amount of innings you threw is that right near the top of everything you did
3: yeah always um I think since uh, the moment I became uh, a starting pitcher, that's always been the most important thing to me is innings pitch. I think everything will um, kind of, you know, just come, come easy after that. Uh, more innings, more uh, strikeouts, hopefully less ERA, uh, all, all sorts of things. And, and you're always hopefully posting and going every fifth day and going deep into ballgames to giving your team a chance to win. So that's always um, the, the top goal personal goal for me is to make every start and um, and go out there and, and be as competitive as possible give the team a chance to win and eat up innings
0: and I think any pitcher in the major leagues if they pitch long enough they, they evolve and, and what were some of the things maybe last year that that you were learn learning in terms of getting hitters out that that might have been different from your first year in the big leagues
3: yeah I think we relied on the slider a little bit more last year as well as the cutter uh, as opposed to Uh, curveball in previous years. And ultimately, I think that, um, yeah, the slider and the cutter got better. Cutter's kind of a newer pitch. But um, last year, Hedges and I and Carl and everybody working in sync, we were just taking what the hitters gave us. Um, Had early success with the curveball in 2019, 2020. Obviously, I was still throwing the slider and and had great success with that as well, but relied more heavily on the curveball. And then you know, eventually that's going to be one of the first lines on the scattering report is to look for uh, a depthy breaking ball. So being able to mix in different spin, different pitches, um, and kind of keep guys on their toes or, or on their heels rather was uh, was important. So that was one of the adjustments we made last year. And I think that's just kind of, um, you know, they people always mention the cat and mouse game in actual single games, but cat and mouse game happens throughout, the season it happens throughout your career so
0: you got to continue to make adjustments Shane Bieber joining us uh Shane you look at the team heading into the season a year ago things you heard young Mm -hmm. underdog inexperienced all that kind of stuff but I get the feeling in that clubhouse after it was all said and done from day one most of the players in there felt very strongly that they could have a a really good year and it turned out to be that way Mm -hmm. um where did that come from when maybe the outside noise was it was going to be a young learning team, that type of thing?
3: Yeah, it was almost, uh, uh, yeah, people were saying like, oh, we didn't know no better. Um, but ultimately it came down to trust in each other, uh, excitement for each other, pulling for each other, everybody pulling in the same direction and just having fun playing the game of baseball. I think we, what was special about that group is we realized that it was um, a different kind of group with a young infectious energy and we tried to take advantage of it. We tried to play to our strengths, play hard, and just out outcompete uh, other teams, other individuals, and uh, that's kind of what we ended up doing. We stayed in games late. Obviously, um, found ourselves in a number of close games throughout, the, you know, the season. But to be able to hand it off to the bullpen, that was probably one of the biggest. That was kind of our backbone last year, uh, in my opinion, is to uh you know have such a strength at the back end of the game like that to be able to scratch a run or two across late and uh and come away with the victory so yeah there was a lot of noise about that last year but um I guess going into this year uh one thing that I'm sure we'll all be cognizant of is to not fall into the trap of of, you know believing in past successes it's a brand new year uh brand new team some new faces um some familiar ones but um you know, we're not really. I guess you could say we're building off of last year, but this is an entirely
0: new slate, and so uh, we got to start off hot and and build from that. And they talk about playoff experience helping, but from the fun standpoint, the first time you got to experience real real playoffs with fans in the stands and all that kind of stuff, um, what was it like for you to be able to pitch in games that meant everything?
3: It was amazing. It was so much fun. Um, definitely provided a little bit different perspective of of why we're doing this um to be able to pop out there and uh that game against tampa bay in cleveland uh i i don't know for for a fact but yeah i assume it was sold out felt like it felt like there was people standing on top of people right and uh it was just such a fun atmosphere to be able to play in front of um for the city of cleveland for those people and everybody watching at home so uh I'm hopeful and I'm looking forward to repeating that same feeling and uh, um, over and over this year and taking it even further.
0: One of the nice guys in the game today, Shane Bieber, and a darn good pitcher too, and he has been since he reached the major league level, really his entire pro career has been just off the charts tremendous. The former Cy Young Award winner, and uh, man, he seems poised to have a big season once again. Once again, on the schedule today for the Guardians, it's the Chicago Cubs over in Mesa, the Cubs' home field. And the Guardians will be back at it at home here in Goodyear with a split squad on Tuesday. Kansas City here, Seattle on the road up in Peoria. And we'll have radio coverage of the Kansas City game beginning with a first pitch of 3.05. Radio coverage only on the MLB app and uh, KleeGuardians.com as well. So uh, just a a web-only broadcast, and uh, hopefully you can enjoy that on your Tuesday afternoon. And we'll have another Rosie Report for you down the road as uh, we get things rolling here in spring training. Great to have you along, and we hope you can tune in next time. As we always, thank you for listening to and downloading the Rosie Report Spring Training Edition.